Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. John were teaching the people and preaching in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They were telling people, you're going to live forever. That's what God wanted people to understand. He raised Jesus from the dead to emphasize the fact that humans don't stop at the grave. They were preaching the resurrection of the dead. Life after death. That's the beauty and difference of Christ. As Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, Peter and John were teaching the resurrection of the dead, and it was radical. In his study, you'll discover that's still our message to proclaim today, to stand out among the rest of the world's religions. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 4, as he continues his message, No Other Name. Remember, the Sadducees were, they were a relatively small group of religious Jews, but but they they were different from the Pharisees. They didn't really... To kind of oversimplify, they didn't believe in the supernatural. They didn't believe in the resurrection. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't, they, they didn't read the prophets. They didn't read the Psalms. They didn't read any of those books. They only, only read the five books of Moses. That's all they focused on. And, but they were powerful politically because they were all wealthy men. And they had positions of, of great influence. And it's fascinating to look at it. It was the Pharisees who were primarily responsible for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, but it was the Sadducees who were primarily responsible for the persecution of the church. Because you're saying God raised him from the dead. There is no resurrection from the dead. When you're dead, you're dead, and that's the end of the story. Don't be talking about this man anymore. And we're going to see that keep coming up. Okay, because the Sadducees were, what, what they taught and, and what they believed was being challenged by the apostles. The Sadducees came upon them, verse 2, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. Like I've been telling you, I really believe the resurrection of Jesus Christ is the message that you need to be meditating on, focusing on, and talking about. If you're a Christian, you need to be talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ right now, in the middle of all this chaos and craziness that's going on in our world right now. 
And if you do that, I have to warn you because you're going to get some backlash, right? I'm not talking about from people. We, we know that. That's a no-brainer. But I'm talking about a spiritual, supernatural backlash, a, a, a demonic backlash. So be it. All he can do is intimidate and aggravate. He's a liar. Speak up. God raised him from the dead. Do you understand how powerful that message is? Anyway, I'm getting off track. They were upset. They were disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people and preaching in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. They were telling people, you're going to live forever. That's what God wanted people to understand. He raised Jesus from the dead to emphasize the fact that humans don't stop at the grave. They were preaching the resurrection of the dead. And they laid hands on him, verse 3 says, put them in custody until the next day. So they, they threw him in jail because it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about 5,000. Wow. And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, Peter and John, they brought them into the courtroom, basically, right? They're on trial here. So they asked, by what power or by what name have you done this? Now, this is a significant question. This is not just random. This was calculated. This was, you could say, the moment of truth. Answer this one wrong and you die. Because under the law, we'll read it in a minute, under the law, if you proclaimed any other name than the name of Yahweh, you were to be stoned to death. Especially if you were doing miracles and saying that you were doing these miracles by someone other, some other God. Anyway, Peter, verse 8, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, now we miss something here, by the name of Jesus, Messiah of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Now, number one, Peter was narrow-minded. The Apostle Peter was narrow-minded, and I mean that as a compliment. You see, Peter quoted to them from a messianic prophecy found in Psalm 118. Psalm 118, verse 19, this poetic prophet wrote, Open to me the gates of righteousness. I will go through them and I will praise the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord through which the righteous shall enter. I will praise you, for you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. 
This was the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. They knew what Peter was referring to. He's telling them, you, again, he's confronting them over and over again. He's, he, this is not the first time, right? He's confronting them. You crucified your Messiah. You want to know how this man got healed? Well, the Messiah, the one you crucified, God raised him from the dead and healed this guy. Deuteronomy chapter 13 is what I referred to a moment ago. Deuteronomy chapter 13, the law instructed them to kill. And I'm not going to read it to you because I just don't have time. I told them to kill. If a prophet comes to you doing signs and wonders in the name of any other God, kill that prophet. And in that way, he said, you will remove the evil from among you. Now, that's a key thing. That's a key thing. A lot of people get really uncomfortable. God, you know, commanding that people be killed. God commanding that people be executed. But he always, almost always, almost always, he gives the same reason. Thus shall you remove the evil. God wants evil eliminated. God wants evil removed. The Jewish leaders understood that. They understood that God does not tolerate idolatry. They understood it. The church today doesn't understand it. God doesn't tolerate idolatry. Under the law, he killed idol worshipers because he didn't want it to spread in the same way that, that we, we try to kill this virus we don't want it spreading all over the place if we can figure out a way to kill it, right? These Jewish leaders understood that there is a narrow gate. They misunderstood this group of Jewish leaders in the time of Jesus, in the time of Peter and, and Paul. They, they understood, they misunderstood and believed that only the Jews See, they thought it was super narrow. They thought the rest of us were simply created by God to fuel the fires of hell. They, they, they were the only ones that were favored, even though their own scriptures told them a very different story. His love is the main thing. Thanks for joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study in Acts when you tune in again. For now, though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at MainThingRadio.com. Do you live in Miami? If so, you're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at MainThingRadio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305-531-2730. 
When you call, please let us know if we can be lifting you up in prayer. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more, right here on Main Thing Radio.